Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. In my neck of the woods in the Missouri Ozarks, I'm often referred to as the Gravel Bar Gourmet. I came by that title from Bobby Whitehead, who was the editor and publisher of the Outdoor Guide magazine for decades. But for well over a decade, I wrote a column every month uh, called the Gravel Bar Gourmet. And I actually inherited this job from uh, Hank Rifus, who was a well-known fly fisherman in the Missouri Ozarks. And after he passed away, well, Bobby asked me if I'd pick up the Gravel Bar Gourmet. And of course, I had a reputation for floating down the rivers and doing lots of cooking. In fact, I got uh, in my mid-years and latter years, got to where I'd pitch camp at 3 o'clock in the afternoon just so I could get a good, comfortable camp set up on a gravel bar and begin the cooking process. But most of my meals I cook on a uh, gravel bar gourmet are pretty simple. And one of my favorites is is breakfast. I love to get up uh, right at daylight, and there's a mist on the river, and it's foggy, and uh, even in the summertime, it's cooled down a little bit, and I kick the campfire from the night before, get it stirred back up, and, and get some coffee brewing, and get ready to make a breakfast. Now, sometimes I make a big, elaborate breakfast of ham and eggs and uh, sausage and bacon and pancakes and my wife loves cinnamon apple pancakes because quite often uh, the evening before i will uh, cook steaks on a grill and i like to make cinnamon apples i take a good apple and core the center out and uh, stuff it with butter and cinnamon wrap it in foil and put it uh, coals at the edge of the campfire and i cook enough for that evening meal and enough for the next morning so it's real easy to slice up those cinnamon Apples, make your pancakes, put the apple, cinnamon apples on top, and add some whipped cream. That's one of my wife's favorite river camping breakfasts. But, you know, I enjoy floating our Ozark streams any time of the year, and uh, you got to eat regardless of what season it is. So I enjoy the solitude and the beauty of an early morning streamside camp, the sounds and the smells. They all add up to an experience that I relish every time I go out on the rivers and streams. Summertime floats and camps bring different experiences, however. Uh, the three summertime months bring floaters out by the boatloads. And uh, quite often, our Ozark streams can get quite crowded. Floaters come from every point of the compass to enjoy a day on the water with their friends and their families. And, of course, I've watched so many of them over the years. You know, they eat junk food, uh, hot dogs and ho-hos, and drink lots of beer and uh, sweet liquids. And oftentimes, these people wind up with uh, tummy aches. Uh, the hot sun usually has a lot to do uh, with that, but many make their annual pilgrim, pilgrimage to their favorite float stream and only do that once or twice a year. At the other end of the spectrum are the diehard river rats who 
live, live to be out on the water and be on the rivers and that moving streams. Many visit a different stream uh, each weekend. Some of these people, these paddlers do that, uh, get out on the water at every opportunity. But the thrill and adventure of each outing is an irresistible shot of enjoyment that these hardy individuals regard as soul medicine. Now I find many of these river lovers to be fascinating people. I make it a point to stop and visit with people as often as I can, and uh, a good gravel bar provides a foundation for for these great visits. A curl of smoke from a campfire or fragrant smells from some gravel bar concoctions are indicators that I should stop and visit. Every camper group I've visited over four or five decades have been cordial and uh, really friendly. Folks are out to have fun and food and conversation are two key elements to their success at this. And I'm always willing to oblige and help them meet their goals, you know. And everyone has a favorite story about their experiences on the river, especially if it involves a calamity caused by one of their peers. It's truly more fun to tell of a story about a mishap involving a friend rather than tell one on yourself. Either way, laughter around a gravel bar campfire is so satisfying, and boy, it's just contagious. Once people go, they generally keep going. But my impromptu gravel bar visits are a means to an end for me. Of course, my endless curiosity about people and why they do what they do is served, but my insatiable desire to sample what might be grilling, roasting, boiling, broiling, flying, or dying over, around, or by a gravel bar campfire is my eternal hoped-for experience. And I've learned so much over the decades from how people cook out in these outdoor situations, particularly on the gravel bar camps. And if my targeted gravel bar group happens to fail to offer a nibble of their camp grub, I casually mentioned that I am the author of the Gravel Bar Gourmet uh, column for the Outdoor Guide magazine. That tactic has never failed to uh, produce a sample of what's cooking. Uh, Most recipes make it into the column at some point. However, a few were better left on the gravel bar where I found them, especially last night's hot dogs covered in wood ashes and sand. Oh, I've seen some sorry-looking meals out there at times, but most people, surprisingly, if they want to make the effort, are very good cooks when it comes to cooking outdoors. And everybody knows that food tastes better outdoors. But I just a few years back discovered a new recipe, and and this is true. Uh, it was at a place called the Gravel Bar and Grill in Rolla, Missouri, and uh, I had a burger there. It was just fantastic, and I have duplicated this out on the Gravel Bar many times over since I discovered this uh, particular uh, hamburger. But uh, Vicky Gray begins with a. Fresh-made eight-ounce beef patty. Next, she seasons it with something magical, which still to this day remains a secret. Imagine that. Then she adds freshly cooked bacon and melted cheddar cheese. Vicky then crowns the magnificent burger with a fried egg. Then you can add whatever condiments you like. In her case, she'd add lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayo, which completed that burger, and it was a memory maker. Well, I, I can still remember the first of those burgers that I ate and uh, uh, several times a year now as I'm floating down and camping out. I love, absolutely love to make these burgers. But quick and simple meals out on the river I often uh, float down the Merrimack River with Damon Spurgeon in his drift boat. He is quite, quite, well, I hate to brag, but 
probably the best fly fisherman I've ever run into. He recently ran a trip with Shags McLeod, which many of you will uh, recognize the name. Uh, he's a DJ out of Jeff City, Missouri, and also uh, a part of the Driftwood Outdoors podcast, which is growing in popularity. It's usually an hour and a half long, but uh, great detail. Him and his buddy Brandon Butler cover all the major outdoor topics across the United States, and uh, Brandon in particular travels a lot, knows lots of outdoor people, so they have some of the best programming uh, outdoor programming in the United States right now. A couple of weeks ago, they were rated number five in outdoor podcasts across the country. So get a chance. Be sure and listen to uh, Drift Ford Outdoors uh, podcast. But recently, Shags was with Damon Spurgeon and uh, made a float trip down to Merrimack in about eight hours. They caught uh, 140 trout. That's just phenomenal. But uh, on these types of trips, even on Damon's trips, uh, I get I'm a pointed cook a lot lots of time, but usually cook the same thing for these drift boat trips because everybody wants to keep fishing, but they do have to stop and eat and stretch their legs a little bit. I hop out on a gravel bar, take a simple Coleman backpacking stove that I've had for three decades probably, a small seven inch skillet, and I uh, prepare some of this stuff the night before. I'll take a good steak, slice it in thin. Just real thin slices so that it cooks quickly. Now, I don't pre-cook this because I like to cook it uh, fresh meat right out on the on the gravel bar. But I take uh, uh, any kind of steak seasoning. You know, I, I've used uh, burrito seasoning, all sorts of things, just something to give it some good spicy flavor. And I cook that uh, meat up in on a hot skillet with just a little bit of uh, olive oil in it. It only takes a minute or two to cooking up for two or three guys. And then I put all kinds of veggies in there. I like to make it colorful, so I'll put red, green, and yellow peppers in it, sliced up uh, about a quarter inch wide, maybe a little wider, and a portion of red onions, then throw some mushrooms in there, and you're beginning to get the idea, and all oh, the aroma just kills everybody. You know, they're standing in line to, to get this meal. But... Uh, then I throw all that in the skillet together to let the juices blend together and the, the aromas. And, I, and then I take uh, just a s- small tortilla, throw right over top of the skillet, flip it, let it get good and warm on both sides, then put it on a, a napkin and a paper plate, and the guys slather uh good helpings of sour cream on that, and then they throw all the ingredients right in and wrap it up into a roll, and you got a meal in your hand and boy these guys uh what can they ever eat sometimes some of these boys eat two and three of those things one's about all i can do anymore but you know depending on the weather i can make a pot of coffee to go with it or uh quite often the guys got beer or cold drinks along i like iced tea myself uh this makes a a great lunch but you can also do the same thing for breakfast but just substitute uh, other items you know i like to like dirty eggs, so to speak, throw them in a skillet uh, after you've uh, cooked some bacon or sausage and drained the grease off and you've got uh, kind of the crumbles left, you know, sausage is a favorite. So then you can uh, take the sausage and eggs and uh, you can spice those eggs up a lot of different ways. Everybody has their favorite seasonings. I like to throw just a touch of onions and green peppers and mushrooms into that egg combination. And, boy, when you slap that on a hot tortilla, 
uh, it's a meal in itself. And I can't tell you how many times I've been, sometimes I cook late breakfast, you know, I'll get up and break camp, might just have coffee and then want to move on. And then a couple hours later, old tummy starts to rumble. So I stop and I make this breakfast. Well, by that time, particularly in the summertime, there's lots of floaters coming down the river. Oh, and I've been offered some high prices uh, to give up uh, some of those burritos, but uh, that's kind of tough to do. You know, I hate to give away my food supply and get hungry myself out there, but I did have one young, big, strapping fellow one time. He was about to cry. He was so hungry. He wanted one of these uh, breakfast burritos, and he bailed off his rubber wrap, and it looked like he walked on water, but uh, everybody was cheering him on. He made it to the bank, and I had one... uh, all the ingredients in the wrap and rolled up and then a napkin for him. By the time he hit dry land, handed it to him, and he did catch up with his raft. And, of course, everybody in the raft was trying to take his burrito away from him. But what great times. And you will discover uh, if you start cooking out on the gravel bars instead of eating cold sandwiches and maybe hot dogs, if you'll stop and take time to cook a meal that meal spot will become a community spot where all your friends and family will come together. They'll hover around the fires. They'll tell stories, and they'll have a meal together, and it will be a meal that their grandchildren would talk about, guaranteed. Folks, this is living the dream in the outdoors. I hope you, too, will make the effort to take your children, your grandchildren, your friends and family out on our Ozark streams, and be sure and take care of and protect them, not only haul your trash out, but uh, pick up a little bit of trash that other people live as well, and keep these streams as as beautiful as we possibly can, and make sure you're living your outdoor dreams. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.